You're listening to The Dworkin Report. I'm your host, Scott Dworkin. Today on the show, I have one of my closest friends, healthcare advocate, one of the best people I know on the planet Earth, Mr. Peter Morley, on the show. We talk about his massive campaign to make sure people enroll for their healthcare. And in the campaign, he's partnered with members of Congress, including top senators, all on the Democratic side, and uh, also in the House, in House leadership as well. It's a really amazing story. I had the opportunity as well uh, to spend a day with him on the Hill. We spent around 12 hours together, and it was nonstop. It was go, go, go. And uh, Peter has survived cancer twice, and he still uh, has a chronic illness, so it's hard for him sometimes to get around, but he had more energy than I do. He just is unstoppable. And he's exactly the kind of person we need out front in the resistance. As a reminder, are you enrolled for your health care for next year? Visit healthcare.gov. Do not use affiliates. Don't use something that's a sponsored ad on Google or somewhere else. Go straight through the government. Healthcare.gov. Here is my interview with American Patriot, my close friend, Mr. Peter Morley. I'm here with healthcare advocate and badass, Peter Morley. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I, I really had a great time uh, meeting with a bunch of senators and also with representative offices, um, you know, about healthcare specifically. Uh, and I wanted to, you know, ask you about your activism and and what's happening, especially with enrollment coming up. But well, let's start with uh, what made you get into the fight for healthcare rights in in America. Well, it's it's it's. A very personal story. I have my own healthcare battles. I've had uh, twelve. Uh, excuse me. I've had ten surgeries in twelve years. I also have dyslexia, so I tend to like uh, say things backwards. Uh, but I healthcare is a very personal issue for me, and it, it started out with. Uh, the presidential election when when Trump was elected on his campaign, he said many, many times that he wanted to repeal and replace what he calls Obamacare, which is known as the uh, Affordable Care Act to most people. And that concerned me. I really didn't think he was going to win, and he did. And as soon as he won, uh, everybody had their own reasons for being uh, appalled that he won, but that was mine, and I was I was actually pretty terrified. So I I, I went to Twitter. I decided to talk about my own healthcare issues, my own struggles, and share them with people. And people, for whatever reason, it, it resonated with people. It resonated with you. You were one of my first followers, which I always appreciated. And, you know, slowly but surely, I started to get involved in in calls to action. I got involved with my own Congresswoman, Carolyn Maloney, who is now the uh, acting chairwoman of the Oversight Committee. And 
you know, it really, it, it started from there and it, it, it was, it was just one trip to, to Washington on the day that they were voting on uh, repealing the Affordable Care Act in the Senate. I went down as a one-off and I never imagined that I would be back 24 more times, you know, like in growing. Uh, but I walked in and out of Senate offices, ended up in John McCain's office at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I went home that same night and I woke up the next morning and saw John McCain did the thumbs down and people started, I documented this on Twitter and people started reaching out to me and wanted me to personally share their stories with their members of Congress. And I felt a responsibility to do that, to go back and to personally hand deliver their stories and, and, and speak. I'm the voice of the voiceless is what I, I guess I best way to say it. How many trips have you made to DC again? Uh, last week was my 25th trip. How many and, meetings have you had on the Hill? Um, estimate. Estimate. I've had over 350. Um, and that doesn't include like all the hall meetings and other little meetings, but I could document at least 350 meetings, more than 350 meetings. Um, right. And open enrollment is coming up on November 1st. And you started basically a campaign from scratch uh, to get people to, to register. Uh, and so can you tell me about that, the, your video campaign and, and the mix of that? Sure. Uh, what concerned me this year, uh, there's there's a lawsuit that's pending that the, the Trump administration uh instructed the Department of Justice not to defend. And there's there's a group of, of uh, uh, attorneys general that are, are defending uh, the lawsuit to uh, dismantle the Affordable Care Act. So for for the uh, for the first two years um, of Trump's presidency, there was there was a big grassroots effort to get people to enroll to get people to, you know, change plans, to make people aware of the enrollment dates, because the enrollment dates used to be November 1st through January 31st. And after the Trump, after Trump came into power, he cut them in half. Uh, some, some, you know, there's a federal exchange and then some states have individual marketplaces. But this year, it doesn't seem like people are making as much of an effort. So, it alarmed me. I reached out to offices that I knew or know and, uh, and other offices that I didn't know. And I asked them if they would help me make these videos either for their state delegations, for, uh, for their states, and for the entire United States just to bring that awareness for, for, for their constituents and the entire United States. What gave you the idea to run this enrollment campaign? Just, I was just really alarmed that a lot of people, uh, that, you know, the, the Trump administration had cut 
budget for uh, navigators, which are people who assist people in, in enrolling in healthcare. Uh, there's no advertising budget. It's cut like 90%. Uh, so, and again, for whatever reason, there's so many distractions now that people aren't as focused as they were in 2017 and 2018 uh, that I was just, I needed to do something. And since I've made so many trips to, to Washington and I've, I've worked with so many different legislators that I felt that would be the most effective way to do this. Find out more about Meet the Candidates 2020, my new book series of voter guides authored by Dworkin Report producer Grant Stern. It's the only place you can read my opinion and a factual portrait of each major Democratic candidate in one place. Buy the book now at the link inside this episode's notes at grantstern.com or your local Barnes & Noble. Thanks again for your support. Let's get back to the show. And in, in your eyes, who have been the biggest warriors in the fight for our health care? Oh my gosh, I can get a lot in trouble for saying <laughs> these things. You're really putting me on the spot. We can say, um, we can say non-electeds. It'll make it easier for you. Well, I mean, Andy Slavitt, I mean, without a doubt. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. You know, he, 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 I, I can honestly say he's been a mentor to me. Uh, he, uh, he does phenomenal work, phenomenal. He, do, he does phenomenal work. And he started a foundation called United States of Care, which he just invited me to be on their Founders Council, which I... First I cry, then I accepted it. He's like, just say yes, don't cry. I'm like, okay, yes. Uh, but he, yes, Andy Slavitt, obviously my, my, my own congresswoman, Carol Maloney, I mean, we've made probably like two or three dozen videos, I've lost track on just healthcare. I mean, the woman should be given an award for, I mean, I suffer from lupus. Just lupus isn't spoken about especially 90% of the, of the population of, of lupus are women. I'm one of the men who's been very fortunate to have it. Just kidding, of course. Uh, but she's brought so much awareness to lupus. Uh, she should definitely get a medal for that. Uh, there are Patty Murray, uh, Senator Schumer, uh, a lot of people on the health committee, uh, the health education, labor and uh, pensions committee in the Senate. Uh, I know you said not elected officials, no, but okay. I, I feel like I have to. Congressman Kennedy um, has been amazing, credible. Uh, Congressman Swalwell. And then, of course, uh, uh, Rosa DeLauro. Uh, who was the first uh, first member to ask me to testify in Congress for uh, sabotage done by the administration to to the ACA specifically, and then of course um, Congressman Cummings, who um, passed away last week, and uh, and I knew him very 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 briefly, and he left an indelible impression with me and I didn't know that he was suffering, but he said something to me that I'll never forget. And I remember since he, since I testified for him in the oversight committee in July, which was I've turned my pain from my chronic illness uh, 
into a passion to do my purpose. So well, I'll, it, leave you, I'll leave you with those, those words. No, and we had a great meeting with uh, Representative Levin and uh, oh, yes. Senator Jones and, and Senator Wyden. Amazing, uh, amazing guests, of, of course. Senator Wyden, Senator Merkley has been also, the, the Oregon State Delegation has been amazingly like trailblazing, kind, just anything I, I've ever asked of them. They've, they've, they've rolled out the red carpet for me. Senator Merkley was uh, wearing, you know, regular kind of loafers. Uh, and, yes. And you were wearing a pair of purple Converse, <laughs> right? And uh, purple, purple for lupus. Right. And they, they he was like, we should post this on the, it, it was pretty cool to see him actually be able to relate to, to people like that. And the way that, the electeds respond. It's not. It's not normal where it, they have positive meetings about healthcare, where they're actually they know that they can make a difference. They know that you're going to help amplify their voices uh, in Congress, and and it's going to be symbiotic relationship. Um, but it, so it was pretty amazing to see uh, everything in action. Um, wh- what do you, in regards to the whole campaign, what can people do to help? Uh, you know, I, I know that obviously. On November first, which is today, the uh, when this is released, um, well, actually, let me go to the. Here's the audio of uh, Doug Jones and the video that you did with him, Senator Jones. My name is Peter Morley. I'm a patient and a patient advocate, and I'm delighted to be here on which is now my 25th trip to D.C. in two years with the amazing Senator Jones. From Alabama, and we wanted to talk to you a little bit about open enrollment today. Yeah, that's right, Peter. Thanks. One, thanks for all you're doing and all your advocacy. It's just amazing. But we start the open enrollment pretty soon, and it is incredibly important that people get their health care, get enrolled. That you know, this this administration is doing everything possible to sabotage the ACA. They've shortened the length of time uh, for open enrollment. They've not advertised it as much. So thanks to you and all your followers out there, we need to get this out to tell people, if you don't have insurance, get on that healthcare.gov website and let's get uh, enrolled. We really need to get these numbers up. Senator, your um, state is one of the 14 states that does not have Medicaid expansion. Right. Is there anything that we can do about that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we have a bill, Senator Warner and I have a bill called the SAME Act. It's called uh, States Achieving Medicaid Expansion. It would give states that didn't expand Medicaid that look back. It would give them three years of 100% reimbursement. So the billions of dollars that their citizens are paying out to the federal government going to other states could actually come back in. It would be incredibly important for a state like Alabama. We would have some 360 or 20,000 people that could get health care that does not have that now. So what I'd like to do, I'd like to encourage all your listeners, all your followers out there to talk to their senators, get on the board with our same act. Uh, representatives, there's a, a bill in Congress over in the House of Representatives that Terry Sewell and Congressman Lewis have. Get on board with this. Let's get this to the floor so that the states will have the incentive that have not expanded Medicaid. They're going to have the incentive to do that, and we can get health care for so, so many more people. Well, thank you so much, Senator Jones. Thank you for everything you do. And please remember, November 1st, open enrollment begins. Go to healthcare.gov to sign up or change plans if you're already on the marketplace. And 
Yeah, and don't put it off because it's a short window. It's only like 45 days, I think. It's a short window, so don't put it off watching football games or something else. Get to, get to that uh, website and sign up. It's important for you, but it's also important for the broader healthcare community because the more people we have signed up, the lower those premiums can get and the better everybody else is going to be. Thank you so thank much you, for everything Peter. you do. As always, thank you for coming. You're welcome. Okay, so, I mean, that that's excellent. And I, I again, you guys did that in one take, which was amazing enough. Right. Um, there was no planning, no script. It was no, kind of, yeah. I mean, it was, I, I, I saw it firsthand. I'm standing to the side there. Uh, but it was, it, it was just kind of, kind of crazy that you get, and it was like, it was early. You had left. What time did you leave to come to the Hill that day? Uh, from well, New York. I, from New York. From New York. From New York. Yeah. I, uh, I was up at two in the morning and I was on a, a 3.30 train, which is my normal train. Um, yeah, it, it was just like, it, 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 it's just, it's become so habitual now that like, I don't even think about it. I really don't. Um, it, it, sometimes it's a bit surreal and uh, I look at them as my friends my uh, people that uh, are, you know, that that advocate for you know the greater good and advocate, uh, you know, any anyone who takes time for healthcare because healthcare is is it's the number one issue for every campaign, but it's not always the number one issue. Uh, that people speak about it could get easily lost and buried. So you ask. What is it that, that, that you can do? I think anytime you have a conversation about healthcare, it doesn't have to be about, you know, what the future of healthcare is, because we really have to protect what we have now. Um, but I think what people can do is if you're concerned about healthcare, I think a very impactful way of, of doing it is, is really the old fashioned way. And I would highly recommend, you know, calling the congressional switchboard unless, you know, your your uh, members of Congress number by heart, uh, which I do. But if you don't and call 202-224-3121 on any issue, you can actually call them on health care. And a lot of people ask me, they say, well, you know, I don't know if I want to talk about my, you know, it's so personal. And I say, say to them, and I'll, I'll say to your listeners as well, you don't have to tell them your whole story. You could just say, Senator XYZ, I want you to protect our health care. And that's all you have to say. Your call gets logged. If you live in a blue state or a red state, it matters. These calls get logged. These are the things that they talk about to each other when they're on the floor. They talk about it when they're at lunch. They talk about it to each other. So it really, really does matter. You're, you're, it doesn't matter if you feel like you're protected. You still need to make that call. And it, honestly, it takes, I've timed it to make three calls can take less than five minutes. This episode of the Twerking Report is brought to you by Resistors Like You. We aim to keep this show independent for as long as we can. Visit TwerkingReport.com to see how you can help out. One of the best ways is by hitting that contribute button in the top right and giving what you can. Thanks again for your support. Let's get back to the show. 
before I forget, we also met with Senator Leahy's office uh, and Kennedy's office and uh, uh, Senator, I think I mentioned Senator Cardin. He dropped by to do a video with you too. Yeah, Senator Cardin. I mean, it's just a phenomenal group. And of course, uh, we won't talk about what happened in it, but Schumer was there as well. And, you know, that that video is going to be great. I can't wait for that to be, that hasn't been released yet, right? Uh, not, not a, well, I may be released now, but, uh, Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah it'll be released. Yeah. Be well, released well, now. Do you want to do, do that? If you want to, I mean, it may be, I don't know. Um, but we'll yeah, see. well, people are going to have to keep their well, finger here. on the pulse. The oh my God. Out. What an incredible video it is. Let's take a listen to Peter Morley's new video message with democratic Senate leader Schumer urging Americans to visit healthcare.gov when open enrollment starts today. Hi, I'm Peter Morley. I'm a patient advocate who lives with over 10 pre-existing conditions, and I'm a cancer survivor. I've testified in Congress about how access to affordable, quality health care has been a literal lifesaver for me. Access to quality, affordable health care can make all the difference for patients like Peter Morley from my home state of New York. By enrolling now, you can make sure you and your family have the care you need when you need it. So please, don't delay. Don't delay. So don't delay. Visit healthcare.gov now. You can find out a lot more at healthcare.gov. Let's get back to the interview. <laughs> so so what, uh, what's next for you on top of, obviously you have the enrollment campaign. Are you going to be, you're going to be focused on that? Um, can you give people the video, like kind of what you would give in the videos? What, what is, uh, what are the details that people need to know that are listening, uh, you know, in regards to open enrollment, the dates and, and whatnot, and uh, any tips or pointers that you have for them? Sure. Uh, op- open enrollment, uh, it begins uh, for most of the country uh, on November 1st. And for most of the country, it ends on December 15th. For California, it began on October 15th. Um, some states like New York and California uh, go beyond December 15th. So uh, I would advise you to go to healthcare.gov. Uh, There are a lot of states that have their own individual marketplaces and they have their own individual um, uh, websites, but you can still get to them through healthcare.gov. So if you don't know your state's uh, marketplace, I would advise you to start at healthcare.gov. Do not, whatever you do, do not uh, Google uh, healthcare because uh, there was a, a... on uh, October 23rd, there was a hearing specifically speaking about the Federal Trade Commission had to get involved with that uh, there are these insurance companies that are trying to sell people junk plans, and these junk plans don't cover uh, the same basic healthcare uh, needs and necessities that are required by the Affordable Care Act. And you I would advise you to only uh, use a government-assured uh, uh, website. Right. No, that's a good tip. That's a good tip for everybody. And um, so yeah, how, how are you feeling? Um, you know, these trips take a lot out of me. 
uh, I have my, you know, I struggle with my own healthcare issues. Uh, we, were, we were on our feet for like 12 hours and then you were back there the next day. I was, yeah, I was. Crazy. And I, I look at myself in, in those, in those videos, uh, since I, I even lost track and, you know, we made a lot of videos the day that, that you and I spent together. And then the next day I made a lot of videos and, you know, I, I see I see the toll that it takes on me. Uh, but you know, when when people give you their healthcare stories and they ask you to represent them in Washington, it's like how can you say no? I mean, it energizes me. It also gives me a, a purpose in my life because most of my life I spend about sixty to seventy percent of my time in doctors' offices uh, managing my health. So it gives me a sense of purpose and a sense of uh, sense of uh, meaning to be there and to be able to do something and to make a difference. And it, it's important for me to do it. And I always say this, I always plan the trips as, as, as you've now uh, bear witness to. Uh, I, I plan them like they're my last trip. So I want to go out with a bang. So I just want them to be impactful because if the 25th trip is my last trip and, you know, if my health starts to fail and I, I can't go back, at least I can say I gave it my all and I did everything in my power to have an impact on healthcare. And, um, uh, let's say and this is the last, last question, but, um, Let's say that somebody's listening and they're ill. They're in a hospital bed or they're sick and they don't see recovery around the corner uh, or, you know, th they've lost some hope or, or all of it. Um, what would you what would you say to people like that? Well, first thing I would say is. I understand what you're going through and I know uh, things may feel hopeless, but what I always believe is that you should never give up fighting for yourself and for your, the best quality of life that you can have. And there are ways like to empower yourself such as as making those phone calls or and if you if you're not physically able to even make those phone calls if you're in such such bad shape listening to this you can have your caregiver make those phone calls on your behalf too and you can actually make a difference from your hospital bed from your bed in your uh, house or your apartment, you can actually make a difference, and you can you can you can fight for your healthcare for yourself and for millions of others because it it, it takes millions of people to to make the difference. But if the legislators, if the members of Congress don't have these stories. There's nothing that they can use or speak to on the floor. So it's so crucial to share these stories with them because, you know, again, whether you live in a Democratic or Republican state, they have to 
They have to log your calls. They have to hear your story. So make sure that you are heard. Make sure that you share their, your stories. And I just want to give you hope that if we keep doing that, we will make an impact. And we, we already have. I mean, we stopped ACA repeal in a 100% Republican Congress. We stopped it. So that is a miracle in itself. But that's because everybody was speaking out and the lawsuit to dismantle the ACA is still moving forward. So we need to still speak out. And that's what drives me too, because it's not really focused on in the media, but it is still going on. It's the ACA has actually been dismantled and it's in, uh, you know, it's in federal court and it's, and it's being appealed and it's been given a stay while it's been uh, appealed. So we still need to fight like we fought two years ago. And that is what I will leave you with. Keep fighting and never give up. Uh, where can people follow you on Twitter? At more than my SLE. At more than my SLE. Follow him um, right now. Peter Morley is a patriot beyond patriots. He's been with me since basically day one uh, in regards to the entire, not just the resistance effort, but fighting for all Americans. doesn't matter if you wear a red hat or not. And it's one of the most amazing things I see. He's willing to meet with everybody, Republicans, Democrats, independents. It does not matter. If they're willing to talk with them, he'll meet with the elected. And it's really made a big dent and a big difference to our country. And I'm forever thankful for you, Peter. And so thank you again for taking the time today. Thank you, Scott, for everything you do. It's, it's, it's always a pleasure. I want to thank again Peter Morley for taking time on the show. I want to thank my producer, Grant Stern. You can follow him at Grant Stern on Twitter. You can visit our website for our book series at meetthecandidates2020.com. Make sure you check it out. You can listen to other podcasts and this podcast at workingreport.com. Thanks again for listening. Keep resisting. Onward!